Well, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Chris Harper. I'm a pastor at Bethel Community Church, and I am here with uh, Wendy Workman, who's our co-host for this podcast series. Hi, Wendy. You want to say hi to the people? Good morning, everyone. Hi, Wendy. Wendy uh, works as our administrator at church, and one of the things that we are doing um, through this midweek podcast series is we're wanting to give a chance for our church to just hear different stories from people that have been part of our community for the past time. Um, so I'm, we're calling it the Meet the Family series. So midweek, you can look to come here during the week and just hear just a conversation with Winnie and I and someone from Bethel um, that, and just hear how God's been using them, but also what God's been doing in their life through this past time. So this week, we're really excited to welcome Ashley Patton, who's here with us. You want to say hi to the people, Ashley? Hello, hello. Uh, we're really glad to have, have you with us. You've helped in so many different ways at Bethel with this past year, and really, God's story in your life goes back way beyond just your time at Bethel. But we're excited to have you on here as part of this series. So Ashley, if you wouldn't mind, can you just introduce yourself, maybe just... I'm imagining there are people at, that have been part of our church that don't know you, that perhaps don't haven't had the chance to meet you, but they've probably actually seen you. So maybe if you could just introduce yourself, maybe say something you enjoy doing and just something you found yourself doing in this church over the past year. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. My name is Ashley Patton. I grew up in Red Deer, Alberta. After high school, I spent a few years in Calgary and then moved out to Victoria on Vancouver Island. And I lived out there nearly a year as a youth pastor or nearly 10 years as a youth pastor. And then I moved here to Edmonton right before the pandemic hit, way to be welcomed into a new city. And I got connected into um, Bethel, yeah, the fall of the year that I moved, so 2019. I was connected to the Dunamis ministry, and so I knew this was the one church that I would know a few faces, um, because I did not know anyone formally who lived here at all. So I showed up and I was like, wow, and then I remember Janet Baird, so Pastor Tom's wife, had stopped me because I knew her from a few events. And she's like, I think you should go to the Wednesday morning prayer group. And she didn't even go. And I was like, oh, I showed up. I'm like, here we go. And before then, it just, it felt like home. And it mm. settled in. And here we are nearly two years later, going every Wednesday morning and showing up on Sundays and getting involved. It's been a gift. Yeah. So for, for someone who hasn't gotten the chance to get to know you over the past year, what's something that you enjoyed doing? Like what's something like you want, you wish people knew about Ashley after they met you? I love to cycle. Yeah. So when I lived in Victoria, I did not own a car. So anywhere I went, it was by biking. And in 2017, I rode across the country with the c to c bike tour. So fundraising money for World Renew and partners worldwide. And I just, I love to ride. It's my favorite pace to see things because you could see things and hear things and smell things. It's phenomenal. That's fantastic. And I know you're, you, you've spent a lot of time with Wendy over the past year getting to know. Is there anything you would love for people to know about Ashley? Ashley is my favorite laughing partner. <laughs> we, uh, we like to watch old movies. We yeah. like to have fast food Fridays together. Mm -hmm. um, What's the favorite fast food option? Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's Ashley's favorite. Maybe that's not Wendy's favorite. <laughs> it's Melvin's favorite. It's Melvin's favorite. <laughs> Seems to be the go-to. Yeah, the, the best part about hanging out with Ashley is Ashley uh, teaches me things and I get to teach Ashley things. So it's a great, it's a great mm -hmm. relationship. Ashley's helped me 
move into the area of video and video editing, which I didn't think I would enjoy, but I, I t- it turns it's out fun. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, it is fun. That's great. What you know, Ashley? Let me ask you this because you just kind of gave us a little bit of just how you came to be part of Bethel. I'm wondering if you could just say, as you've gotten to know Bethel over the past year and a half of being a part of this church, what 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 parts have you come to really like cherish and enjoy as part of as part of Bethel? I think something that I've really enjoyed is like serving alongside one another. So I love the engagement that Bethel has with the community and the opportunities to show up and to give back to people you haven't even met. Um, Because that is just part of how I am wired, is that I just love to give and to serve, and I love it when I can do alongside people I love. Um, And that is something I have deeply enjoyed throughout my time here. Whether that be something along Halloween, like the trunk retreat, or going into the neighborhood and helping with yard work, um, I just really enjoy serving alongside one another Mm -hmm. in whatever capacity that looks like. And you've also been really faithful in leading in some different areas this past year. You want to just share a few things that you've kind of given your yes to <laughs> of like, I'm going to help uh, just give some leadership to this. I can, the, I can think of a few things. You can think of a few. All right. So you can, uh, you can pick it up if I forget one. Um, uh, one of the first yeses I gave, because I really wanted when I showed up here um, back in the fall that year of 2019 to just rest for a while and to receive being a part of a church instead of always serving in a church. I love it, but I just needed a season just to like receive. And then the pandemic hit and there were needs to serve. And I was like, okay, we can do this now. Um, So one of the first yeses I gave was to helping to lead worship again. I'd been serving on worship teams since I was 14 years old. Um, We didn't have a youth group. So that was the way that our worship director got me involved. He's like, you read really well and let's get you up there leading. So it's a place that I enjoy. I love putting and choosing songs. It was always the saying, no one leaves church whistling the sermon. So how can we choose songs that allow the, the truth to settle in our hearts in a different way? Mm-hmm. So that was one of the yeses I gave. I've also helped out with the past two years, the 24-7 prayer team, and coming to dream up new ways of doing that as we are apart from one another and yet still feeling that deep connection as a church body. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Doesn't know that those are just things I love for people to know that you just that you've been serving in those ways. Is there anything you want to ask? It's been quite the year. Pandemic is quite the time to enter into a new community. So my question for you is what have you learned about God this year? What have you learned about yourself this year? And what have you learned about other people this year? That's a really light one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, re- great question. Great question. Yeah. I think the first thing that comes to mind is just how faithful God is. Because I remember when the pandemic first hit, I was terrified that I was just going to be alone because I didn't know people or the people I knew I had only known a short while. And so to be welcomed in to the workman household was the biggest gift I could, I never even knew to ask for it. And so like, it's just been so amazing to me to see God's faithfulness every step of the way to even have a job where so many um, people within the company that I work for were either let go or their job description changed dramatically. And I was laid off for a short while, but I was guaranteed my position back. And so just these small little ways, which aren't small in the grand scheme of things, they're really big ways that God continued to show that he was faithful, that he had his eye on me, 
and his promise that all my needs would be met. Mm-hmm. And that has remained true throughout all of this as I look back over this past year. So what has God showed you about yourself this year? That I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was. And you have to dig deep. And that he is there Amen. in all of that too. Mm-hmm. 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 And what about other people? Because it's been a, a hard time to meet people. Yep. And yet you've formed attachments. You've, you've become part of a small group. Yep. I think in other people it just shows how to live life with kind of open hands and to discern what to say yes to and to know that everyone is doing the best they can. Yeah. Right? Because in a year mm-hmm. like this, everyone, like my capacity has looked so different than what it has been yeah. beforehand and to know that we're all trying and I think the importance of continuing to show up mm-hmm. through the ups and the downs, um, whether it's a good day or a bad day, but we're going to show up and we're going to love one another and listen to one another and laugh with one another and continue to do life. Mm. I think it's just been this beautiful thing to witness and be a part of over the last year. I, um, I think that's just really well said just about God, but also I love what you said about just approaching people with open hands, because I think the grace that we receive from God is just as much stuff it's just as much the practice that we want to extend to others and the work of that when we are all so different Mm -hmm. dealing with our own woundedness dealing with our own struggles it looks so different Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the things that is incredible about the calling to be the church um to be the bride of christ is that we are all very different people and that's not different now than it was before i've been thinking about this that the church and in the days following jesus life death and resurrection the acts church is just as much like diverse and distinct and if anything like it was more diverse than sometimes how church for us looks like and it just it's a good reminder of the fact that like this open-minded grace-forward way of living life together is the way of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And isn't that the best part? The best part is getting to know different people in different capacity and I think being part of a church in a pandemic is church like we've never experienced before. Absolutely. And no, so it's caused us to grow and absolutely. really live into what we say is important. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. sure. It's actually stripped away a lot of the unimportant things and I think the value of relationship has never been more apparent than it is now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, relationship and intentionality. Absolutely. Like, you know, you don't just expect to see people on a Sunday yeah. to Sunday rhythm, but like that you actually commit to a level of friendship that is very countercultural in the world. I'm going to follow up with this person. I'm going to remain connected, not because they are just as much like me, but because God has put them, put us together and we want to make the most of what God's doing. There's as many people as there are fast food restaurants. <laughs> Chinese, pizza. I right? don't know what all you do. I guess, is, do hamburger, cheeseburgers and fries? That hasn't happened yet, but I really? think it will. Oh, what's, okay. Well, all right. Well, you, 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 you know your fast food options. I guess one of the things I'm wondering, Ashley, is if, if nothing comes up for this, then we'll just let it go. But if you look back to the year, what was the best advice anyone ever gave you over the past year? if it's not maybe a specific thing, maybe it's a lesson that you've kind of found along your way. The thing that comes to mind is to just keep moving forward. Yeah. 
So often a pattern I had when I was younger, when I would get upset, my mom always used to say I would puddle. Like I just sit there and don't do a thing because I was scared to make a decision that was either the wrong decision and I was just so overwhelmed with like all the feelings and all the things. Mm -hmm. And so I think over this past year, it's, and it's come to me in many different forms from many different people of like, no, you just kind of keep moving forward, keep showing up. God is faithful. Um, I'd rem I was reminded of a quote that I was told years ago that like in order for God to move in you, you have to be willing to move. Right. And so I was like, okay, like I need to see God move right now because I do not like where I am. I want it to look different both inside me and outside. So like I need to keep showing up and I need to keep moving so he can keep doing what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Because he's not likely going to snap his fingers and just magically make all of the pieces fall into place. He can, but there's this level of obedience in me and my relationship with God and with those he has called me to be in community with that I need to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. I think that's really well point, uh, put. And I think all these things, like I had a question written down here that I don't even need to ask because all these things, they shape how you look at the next year. They shape how you look at the next years to come whatever next crisis is coming around the corner like this is this is the level of of just strength and endurance and the qualities of perseverance that god is putting in us and building in us not just for this season but for seasons to come mm -hmm. and i one of the things i've reflected on a lot is that this is the season where soil for renewal is is it, it, it is readily planted in the midst of us as we're open to it mm -hmm. soul for for growth and for endurance and you know this might not look the same way as it has whether it's for past past seasons for our lives or for even bethel as a church but it is this it, it all the seeds have been planted for incredible growth as mm -hmm. long as we lead and step with the spirit i really believe that there's this book i'm reading and its title is be brave and i think that is almost the mantra for the year be brave because we mm -hmm. have the lord standing beside us we have the lord leading in front of us mm -hmm. be brave mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One other thing I would love to just give you a chance to just mention because you, you mentioned the ways you've served in this church. You've come, you work at King's, which is a Christian institution for education in, in Edmonton. But also one of the things I love is you've recently taken on a role with Dunamis with, with, a, with an organization called Upward Challenge. Could you say a little bit about that? Because you recently had a pretty big week for that. We did indeed. So Dunamis Fellowship Canada hired me on staff as of July 1st, even though I have been serving with alongside them for the past four years. So Upward Challenge is like the youth camp version of the Dunamis teaching. So it's reformed teaching on the Holy Spirit and they have six different tracks. And so we're currently in year four, um, which is all on the healing ministry of Jesus. So last week, actually the last week of July, we had 200 people gather over Zoom because with the pandemic, we brought it online. Um, and it has been remarkable to hear the yeses that people have given in a really crazy year to help young people learn about the healing ministry of Jesus. Mm. And with it being online, it allowed us to expand larger than just the people who had met before. I used to fly down to North Carolina and spend a week um, right in the Black Mountain area where my first year we had 35 kids. This last year we had over 100 from nine different countries, four different hemispheres. So to see the way that it is growing and to see 
young people learn and become empowered, even just if it's in one little way, to come to know that God is so much bigger than we think. And he is capable of so much more than we could fathom in this posture of just asking him for it and trusting that he will provide. So it has been such a gift to be a part of that ministry. It has been a lot of work. It has been hard work. There have been moments I wanted just to tap out this past year with just the weight of it. But on the other side of that week, I would do it all again. I loved it because you, 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 you know, you did all the preparation for that, but you co-hosted with that event and the teams all around the world yep. from here at church. And I love just walking <laughs> by the room. It's like, what's going on? I'm curious what's happening. You know, praying's happening, teaching's happening, worship's happening. And we had a lots group of, from Kenya and they just continued to go grow throughout the week. Can you say some more countries? Cause it was global, full it global. It was full I mean, global. So, was, um, we had three different zones. So essentially there was three different camps that ran throughout the week. And we had a two-hour slot where all of us were together each day. So we had zone one, and that was Kenya, and that was Korea, and Mongolia, and Japan. So cool. Zone two was the Czech Republic and the UK. And then zone three was us here in North America. So that was Canada, the United States, and we had a girl from Nicaragua. So cool. Yeah. yeah I Amazing. love that. Well, I, uh, we just want to continue to partner with you and bless you in that Thank ministry. You. You've been faithful in that with Upper Challenge for a long time, and we're so excited to be part of that journey and ministry with you. Our last question, if maybe, Wendy, you would like to ask this, um, something we want to just ask every guest uh, with us who comes on. And that is to share your favorite Bible verse and perhaps why it's been so meaningful for you this year. My favorite, I remember after C2C, so that big bike tour, I remember I love the group, the singing group, Shane and Shane, and they have a Psalms album. And my favorite song on that album was Psalm 16. And admittedly, it probably took me a little too long to actually open my Bible and read the Psalm because I just loved the song so much. But then I opened my Bible and read it. And it's just been my go-to scripture for years. Um, and I normally, so I'll read a few verses from it. So I'll be a bit more than one. But Psalm 16, starting at verse five. Lord, you are my portion in my cup of blessing. You hold my future. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I will bless the Lord who cancels me even at night when my thoughts trouble me. I will always let the Lord guide me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My body also rests securely. For you will not abandon me to Sheol. You will not allow your faithful one to see decay. You reveal the path of life to me. In your presence is abundant joy. At your right hand are eternal pleasures. It's a good one. What, uh, how has that been meaningful for you this past year? I think as I reflect on this past year, I love knowing that like God's desire is to bless me and that he holds all of the promises for my future. I love too that it has the promises of like boundary lines have fallen in pleasant places. At times I honestly can just freak out about what my future holds and I can doubt God's promises for me. So I have to root myself in a scripture that continues to call me back 
to like, no, he is good and he is for you and you are not going to be shaken. You can trust him even when you're, you can't sleep at night mm. and your head is wandering. Like he's holding you um, and he's going to bless you and that there is joy with him and for him. And so even though those are truths that I know, I am so prone to wander that <laughs> I need that reminder all the time that oh. it is he is trustworthy. Amen. We all do. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for joining Wendy and I. It's been really great. We're excited to continue doing life with you as part of the family here thank at you Bethel. For me. And uh, we'll see what God has in store this upcoming season. We will indeed. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you. Bethel Community Church is a Christian Reformed church in Edmonton, Alberta. We as a church are a community committed to becoming like Christ and sharing him with others, walking with Jesus and one another and serving the world. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to this, just so you can get updates and posts for future uh, podcast conversations and also to hear from our sermons from Sunday worship. We look forward to always connecting with you. You can follow us on Instagram at discoverbethel.com and make sure to connect with us on Facebook as well. We hope you have a wonderful day.